0: The zone coming to you live from the Oaklawn Hot Springs Studio, Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now here's Justin Agri and DJ Williams on the Buzz Radio Network. 20 percent skill, 15 percent concentrated power of will, 5 percent pleasure, 50 percent pain, and 100 percent reason to remember the name. He doesn't need his name up in lights. He just wants to be heard. Whether it's the beat of the mic. Anyway, he never really talks much Never conserves his status But still even i starstruck Humble through opportunities Given despite the fact That many misjudge him Cause he makes a living From writing rats Put it together himself Got a picture connect Never asking for someone's help But to get some respect He's only focused on what he wrote His will is beyond reach And now it all unfolds skill of an art 20% skill, 80% fear, be 100% clear, cause why you was ill? Who would've thought he'd be the one that set the West in flames? and I heard him wreck it with the crystal method, name of the game. Came back, dropped Megadeth, took him to church, I like Bleach, man. Why you had the stupidest verses, dude, is the truth. Now everybody giving them guest spots and stocks through the roof. I heard you from with desk This 10% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will pleasure, 50% pain. and 100% reason to remember the name. call him "Ride" to be sick, and he's spitting fire in mic. Got him out the dryer, he's hot. Found him in coal miner with top, but a fuckin' nihilist, porcupine. He's a he's a the type. Women wanna be with, rappers hope he gets eight years in the making, patiently waiting to blow. Now the record was notice taking over the globe. He's got a partner in crime. This is equally dope. You won't believe the kind of that comes out of this kid's throat. He's not your
1: everyday on the block. He knows how to work with wood. Got... All right, welcome in. It's a terrific Tuesday, mostly because it's the start of a four-day work week, at least for some of us. For those of you who had to work on President's Day, I feel you because we had to the majority of our careers also. But it was great to have the day off, and I hope those of you who did enjoyed it. And those of you who worked, I hope it wasn't too arduous. It's going to be back on a sunny Tuesday. DJ Williams, Justin
2: Akery, and The Wizard. It's good to be back. It uh, is. Had, had a blast. Uh, missed you in studio Friday. Then I didn't realize I was going to have to for one more day without the buzz. I miss the buzz. I, I haven't Did been you? doing this long enough to really look forward to a day off yet. So still worked the morning show and then got a lot done in the afternoon, I guess. Yeah. But beyond that, yeah, everything was great. Uh a good little afternoon getting stuff done i was more accomplished you know i'm on this a big track of fixing things on my own you are another task knocked down actually two i knocked down okay i got the oil pressure sensor in my tahoe replaced yes uh i took it not to our friends at guatney you know i kind of got in a situation i had to drop it off somewhere got some quotes for it to get done and they quoted me for this uh, pressure sensor, uh, which they say is important priority, five hundred ninety-eight dollars and seventy-six cents. I could be two dollars off somewhere around there. You know the exact cents, but you might be off. I $2. do because I looked at this thing. I was like, God, that's a lot. But yeah. I guess it's important, and I really need it. So I looked up the part online. Part costs fourteen dollars, mm. but you needed one extra part. That extra part just ten more dollars. So mm-hmm. twenty-four bucks. I said, Let me see if I can figure this out on my own. Knocked it out. Saved myself about five hundred and what. 60 bucks 60 bucks yeah it's not bad buddy that's impressive not bad got my dishwasher fixed too what was wrong with that uh i don't know it's been out of service about a year and a half i've had it serviced three times and they finally came out said something's wrong with the board something's going on with that it's about time we probably think about getting a new one Mm -hmm. so i've just been hand washing for a year and a half wow hand washing you know yeah that's me oh my Uh, gosh and so my lady was just like, since you're trying to figure out all this other stuff around the house, why don't you give the dishwasher a shot? I was like, I might as well. A couple YouTube videos. I'm with
1: Ebony on the dishwasher thing.
2: $18 later, mm-hmm. got the right part, went underneath, fixed it up, dishwasher's working. Wow. Mm, feels good.
1: When I moved into my house, that was the one thing. And then been tripping. I said, what's the deal? He's like, yeah, we got this board replaced. And then I called the guy. And he's like, yeah, there's no warranty on the board replacement. Mm. I was like, sweet. So then I was like, well, <laughs> I guess I'll buy a $760 new oh. dishwasher. So, anyway. No, I'm
2: in it. Now Now I'm in this whole little scan of, uh, or this place of, how much money am I really saving just based off, or losing, based off simply what I don't know. hmm And so, uh, I, I'm going to put something behind this. I like it. Well, hanging out around
1: here is not going to make any smarter. I can tell you that <laughs> much, buddy. But it's good to be with you. We've got to talk Razorback basketball. Another loss. Another putrid shooting performance by the Razorbacks. And yet, they had a chance to win the game. Despite being out-rebounded. Despite being... Uh I, I mean, I don't want to say outshot because Mississippi State didn't exactly lined up from outside either. But uh, another thing is, why is Makai Mitchell not starting? He's killing it when he's in there. I don't get it. Exactly. So, baseball, three out of four ain't bad, as uh, Meatloaf one thing. Don't go too far away oh, well, from sorry. that. We'll uh, come back to it. We're going to be mean, back.
2: Yeah, we'll be back to it. Oh, yeah. You got uh, Why is he not starting? So, what are you trying to say? I don't know. I'm not saying you, anything. You know what that means? If, if somebody is obviously needs to be on the court. Mm-hmm. And they're not playing. It's a it's a coaching thing, right? Yeah, maybe are we going there? I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. We'll All I know is he's not bit. starting. Yeah. Uh, Makai Mitchell this
1: week, and let me just put it to you this way: Makai Mitchell played twenty two minutes. He had twenty one points. He had nine rebounds. He was eight of twelve. You tell me. <laughs> His plus minus was zero, which was among the best on the team. I, I don't I don't get it, but uh, I don't get it. Anyway, they played. You play, they start with a bunch of guards, which is fine. You know, Caleb's a kind of a wing guy. He shot over four from three, but he had a nice day. 18 points for Caleb, so it was good to see him get on track. Devo started, had eight points. He was three of six, two of three from three. Only had one turnover, and he played He played 40 minutes the other day. He only played 25 the other night. But um, anyway, I, I don't know. I don't know what the deal is with Mitchell. And again, 25 um, minutes, he's a big dude, too. I don't know how many minutes they feel
2: good about him playing, Yeah. so maybe he played as many minutes as they wanted to play anyway. I mean, he, he's a big dude. Now, he's not one of those heavy guys that you're worried about, knees and longevity. He's a decent size, I would say, for a college basketball player. I would say almost undersized when it comes to post player, for sure. <laughs> yep. So, I, I don't think that's the issue, and I'll just go ahead and say it. I mean, as much as we love him, and I, I'll say this, I love Coach Musselman and everything he's bringing to the table, uh, but we're not going to sit here and lie to ourselves, and there's not a few times we've been left scratching our head trying to figure out, hmm, that's an interesting decision. Um, and so did he have a presser? Did, was he asked about that? Uh, I don't know if he was asked about Mitchell, Yeah. but I'm
1: sure he had a presser. We don't have any actual sound from that. Yeah. It's a long weekend, man. Are we moving on? we got some baseball. All right, yeah, we do that's actually baseball. the question of the day today is related to basketball, and Christian, I think, is already telling me that uh, apathy set in over in the producer's booth. Well, I think apathy set in a month ago, but um, are you still watching Arkansas – basketball is our question of the day because now we have arkansas baseball yeah that's true to take our minds off of it Yeah, they're not playing tonight um, though but the basketball team is so i guess that's i'm still what we're talking watching about. but i do care less i think dj and i were talking we were talking before and i think this is the way a lot of people feel if it's on and it's convenient i'm gonna
2: watch it but it's not appointment television like it's been in the past um definitely i would agree uh, i'm not going to start working my schedule around making sure i get to the tv to check Mm -hmm. out the game doesn't mean like it is what it is you know you put a product on tape uh each and every day and it's that product that draws the audience in it doesn't make you a bad fan it doesn't make you a great fan it doesn't make you a bandwagoner it's just i think for the diehard fans it's hard watching your team put that on display every single night so Mm -hmm. you just choose not to watch it so you don't put yourself in a bad mood I feel you.
1: It doesn't bother me. I'm not emotionally invested in that way right now. So Sometimes. I'm going to root for him and I'm going to watch them. And this is, a, of course, a team tonight. <laughs> uh, there's a team tonight that they're playing that they already beat this year. Texas and m the first one was a classic. Tron Mark went off, and a- A&M's kid went off for, what, 40 or whatever, Christian, in the first one? Yeah. So I mean on like 34 shots or something yeah, I mean he was a volume shooter that night, but we'll see I'm gonna watch it tonight. I'm gonna go down to Brewski's tonight and watch it okay yeah I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit there and have a cold beverage and you a said hot get wing. some
2: wings yeah,
1: okay you said hot ones I mean you know, like hot temperature, oh yeah, 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 yeah. not like super hot flavor flavor, okay, but
2: I mean, I like what hot do you wings. Think? I wouldn't assume you're getting cold wings I but. always get <laughs> yeah. uh,
1: they got the mango habaneros there Ooh. okay, so good that that's the way that to go. one and then they've got what else what else do I get there? It's been a minute, yeah, but anyway. Uh, but I'm looking forward to it. My buddy Eric says, I'm watching the Razorback games because I bet on the opponent. <laughs> <laughs> Arkansas has not covered much this year. They did cover this weekend easily. Yeah. I think it was about a dozen was the line. It may have dropped a bit before tip, but they were a pretty big dog, and they yeah. covered against the against the dogs. You said that it,
2: earlier. They're a good team to bet against. Against. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: I think it's ten and a half tonight
1: versus Texas A&M.
2: Mm. Taking it. That's a little steep. I wouldn't take A&M to 10 and a half.
1: Okay. But they might win by 20. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to watch it. I don't care. No telling. It's an early start, too. That's my th- If it was an 8 o'clock tip, would I make it a point to go out? Probably not. Yeah. But 6 o'clock tips are good for business. So I'm going to sit there and eat some din-din and... Hang out with a couple buddies and have a cold beer well, and see I mean, what happens. We,
2: we, we've been talking about our buddies at Guatney, and they hooked up with that truck. I mean, downtown is a little bit more convenient, right? 100%. So, yeah, it's going to yeah. be a good little spot. I decided I am an urban
1: guy. I'm is not a that sub, you? I'm not a suburban guy. Okay. No yeah. yard for you, huh? No, nah, son. No. No chance. Got to walk along with the dumpster. They don't care for that. It's the only downside. <laughs> I do want to give a, a shout-out to a couple of folks. Uh, Brandon Moving and Storage, who we talk a lot about on the hotline, mm-hmm. they moved me over the weekend. And moving is awful. Um, generally, but man, I had two guys that were just great, Marcus and Quincy, and they were fantastic. Two-man wrecking crew. I'm oh. talking to you, and I jumped in a little bit. My 17-year-old son was there. He helped a little bit, but these two dudes are a machine. Yeah. These two guys
2: work in such great synergy. It's what we hope to be someday. Oh, they just, they, they they know. They're moving these big things, and you're over here like, there's no way they can do it, but it's, ama- it's cool to watch. Back braces on. Yeah,
1: it's not that they can move it. It's how they move it. I'm yeah. like, wait, wait. You're picking that up by yourself and just walking that up the stairs? Like Nothing. really? Yeah. Animal.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, Quincy's son plays football. He's at, on Arkansas's roster. He's a defensive uh, lineman. Okay. Yeah. So we'll have to keep we an eye. To keep an him. eye on that. One. Yes, sir. Yes, mm-hmm. sir. So anyway, we'll. Uh, I want to thank them and, and give them a tip of the cap. It was well worth the money. Very, very well done, and I've used them for a number of moves over the years. And yeah. they actually finally have they, – they've been full on storage space for a long time because we gonna talk about brand of moving and storage, well, they have some storage space too. So if you're looking for a place to store something in the Maumelle area, that's a great spot for sure. Also, I want to tip my cap to my friends over at the Ronald McDonald House. They had a nice little event, right? Dude. Were you there? It was a big event. It was incredible. And I've been to the Chocolate Fantasy Ball before. They but, turned it up a notch. Dude, it's incredible. And the thing is, it's not just how many people show up. It's not just that there's a million pounds of chocolate at this thing. And honestly, the fillets were on point, too, for dinner. Really? Really? And it's hard to do it with a set that. With like that many people? Yeah. I'll get the state house. I'm going to give them a game ball and a jockstrap, but I'll get to that in a second. <laughs> but here's my thing about it, and I know if David's listening, and he probably is, he's probably still packing up out at, at Poen, but production value is very important in an event like that. Things need to be on point. Yes. So it needs to be well executed, and it was incredibly well executed. They got And look, a lot of people don't go for... The speeches, they're going for the fun, and they yeah. want to have some drinks and eats and a night out, an excuse to get dressed up in a, in a tux or a dress. Yep. And they got the speech part out, the important messaging part out, but they spread a couple things in and out. But it was really well done and Ashley King is a former colleague of ours. Oh, yeah, I used yeah, to work yeah, with her yeah. at seven and here at Signal Media. And then how about Darrell Headband Young, H B M C and with her? Oh. Phenomenal. Did he crush it? It looked incredible. Yeah. Sounded amazing. They did a great job. They killed it. And they raised tons and tons and tons of
2: money. I bet he'd be a great host. Dude, he's so I, good. I, I, I could see it. I and, know I've been
1: trying to get him back on the radio some, but he's always
2: like, Ah, I got my I just wanna... need to
1: do my stuff behind the scenes. Okay. He's so good though.
2: Uh, when you go to those events, like you said I could do without the things they feel like they have to say, like the director comes up, talks about, mm-hmm. you lose me on those. Sometimes. It's tough. It's tough. It's hard. Their stuff's very heartfelt, though. You're talking about parents in their greatest time
1: of need where their kids are, you know, and sometimes they're... Now, they're the testimonials? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, but I mean, you're talking about your, the, the Ronald McDonald House in general is my point, yeah. I guess, is the fact that they have kids who are in the hospital who are going through the worst times of their lives, and you know, as a parent, when you're a parent, like, you will replace that spot with your kid any day of the week. You'd be like, I will take that for you, Mm. but you can't. It's a helpless, horrible feeling as a parent, and for you to be able to be in close proximity to your kids – is the most important thing in that time of need, and that's why I love the Ronald McDonald House. Yeah. I used to be on the board over there. They do a great job. We do a mm-hmm. couple of fundraisers here at the Buzz that helps benefit. So it is an incredible thing. So I've definitely felt connected to it. So good. it was it good. was good. And they did a great job telling the story. It was about a mother and a young son who's been through it now. Mm-hmm. And so it was uh, it was put, it got things in
2: perspective. Definitely, for sure. no doubt. Who, who chaired it? Do you know who chaired the event? I
1: do. I. It was a husband and wife, and I don't yeah. know, I think Keller was her last name, maybe, but okay. they did a great job. I mean it good. was good. It was good. good all the way around. Um food was really good. Oh, G- Greg Olson's in town was in town, the former tight end, now broadcaster. D- Greg, Olson. D- Greg Olson. The one we
2: were talking about. I met
1: him for a second. What? Super nice.
2: What was he in town for? His
1: brother lives here, I guess. I don't know what the connection is exactly. Hmm. But um I think he his brother may be connected to one of the big sponsors. But anyway, so he came in town and he was bidding on stuff and he's a tall dude, huh? Yeah, he's so nice yeah. and he's so big. And I told him, I said, it's really unfair that you're as good at football as you were and as good at broadcasting. As someone who works in broadcasting, really makes me mad. Um, you know that guy ran 4-4? No. It's insane, right? Freak. <laughs> That's insane. But really nice guy. So that was sidebar. Okay, so real quick on a game ball and a jockstrap. So big time game ball of the event.
2: Yeah. Uh oh!
1: The State House hosts everything, right? They got a bunch of events there, and they do a nice job execution-wise all the time. We've done stuff over there too, and I will say again, when you're doing food for that many people, it's hard to pull it off. And they did a great job. I don't know how they do it. Here's what I gotta say though. Uh-oh. And again, you don't have to drink if you don't want to. But I'm, I'm already wearing a bowl. I'm in a tuxedo. You're, I'm gonna you're, have a cocktail. You're a drink. Cocktails are fifteen dollars okay. a piece and for a little baby vodka drink. I'm yeah. like, that's dumb. That's it not necessary. Let, let's let's get it together over there.
2: So we went to the uh, Woman of the Year Gala. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Same thing. State House, and it's th- their cocktails, right? Who was and, the Woman of the Year? Uh, it was uh, my uh, friends at uh, Sissy's. Oh, Sherry uh, Jones. Yeah, Sherry Jones. Okay, yeah, I she, didn't know the same event. Yeah, she was amazing. Yeah, she's fantastic. Um, yeah. And so, um, but yeah, those drinks just for even a, a small little five ounce wine glass, it's like seventeen dollars. Yeah. what are we doing? What are we doing? what are we doing stop it and i wanted to get a little bourbon and a little i said you know i talked to the people can you at least give me half the bottle if i'm about to spend 18 dollars on a <laughs> shot this isn't new york no it's Clowntown. um that's anyway. fun i had an interesting moment uh over the weekend <laughs> i went to a gas station um i went to this exxon um no sorry it's a shell station i went to this shell station months ago i would say maybe six seven months ago i walk into the place right and I don't know if I'm going to give this a game ball and a jock strap too. Um, but seven months ago, I walk in. This guy says, man, you look like that football player. I was like, is it DJ Williams? He said, yeah. I was like, I literally get that all the time. Like, <laughs> it's annoying how much I get it. Like, you know what's I, annoying is the fact yeah, you play it off. Yeah, and then he <laughs> says, yeah, I, he's on the news or something like that. He's like, yeah, that guy. I was like trust me i get it all the time I'm sorry i let you down he's like wow he's like that's crazy man y'all look like twins walking around here i go back seven months later i'll walk in he's like oh there's the guy that looks like dj williams that's good memory. and i was like wow he remembered that and then he's like yeah man, he needs to start you know paying you for as much as you know people probably say dj 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 and I, you know i'm playing it off like yeah where's my check let me get some of that money well his buddy was working and he says he's like yeah i uh I'm pretty sure he won't be able to pay you much. And, and his buddy says, "Why is that?" He was like, "I mean, he really didn't even play that much in the league. I don't think he has his pension. And like, I think he like has to work on the news just to make money." I was just like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 hold on now." You know, I'm pretty sure he got his pension. I'm over here arguing for myself, you know, in the third person. But yeah, this other dude thinks I'm a bum. You know, Should I so I said I couldn't tell him that was me now because then I felt insecure. Screw that guy. <laughs> I think that's what you get for faking it. You're that you're not you. I, is that what I get? Yes. So I get the jock strap. If people recognize you, you should say who you are. But then i was thinking, do I look that different in person you know than on TV? No. Okay. You I look skinnier so. in person. Uh, I mean, I not think you look you. fat on TV. But you you. Look,
1: oh, so, nah, I'm, TV has weight. Listen, it I was does, a guy that looked fat on TV, oh. TV, trust me. I was fat when I was on TV though.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, the uh I love it when people recognize me. What's crazy is I've been off TV for 18 years. Wow. I quit in 06. I quit Channel Seven and 06. Was it on good terms? Oh yeah. I walked okay. away to take a management job here. Okay, cool. And a lot of people are like, Why are you going to radio from TV? I'm like, just trust me, it's good. And I'm <laughs> yeah. just never look back and I'm so glad I did. Yeah. Yeah. But um but I still get like I was at the airport a couple weeks ago and this lady's like, I remember you from channel seven. I'm like, God, you got a good memory. Wow. That was a long time
2: ago. Oh yeah. They don't forget anything. That's crazy. They don't forget anything. So
1: anyway. Uh all right. So today we got a busy day. We actually have a special guest coming up in about five minutes in studio. Eric Koyu's is coming in. Eric Koyu is the former state champion head coach at Little Rock Christian. But we're not having him in to talk about that. We're having him in to talk about what he's doing now. And he is going overseas to Israel to spread, I'm sure the word, but also football. And he's a very interesting, special kind of guy. And I knew that when my son played for him. But also, I've just been around him some in the coaching you know world. And he's an incredible individual. And not many guys would give up something like that. That opportunity to be here at a school like that in that environment to go, you know, overseas, and I mean, and we talked about kind of off the air the risk of being in that environment, and obviously it's something he feels good about or comfortable about or feels a passionate calling to that he has to go do it.
2: Yeah, it's. oof. I mean, I can't wait! I can't wait to talk to him mm-hmm. and ask him about that because I, I would try to put myself in that situation. And sounds cool, you know, but like we said, if you're aware of what's going around uh, in the world right now. I don't know if it's the best time, but I'm sure he'll he'll have some insight on that.
1: Uh, Pat Bradley will join us, thanks to River City Flooring at eleven ten today after the Red White Report, which is brought to you by Big O Tires. Pat will give us his thoughts on the SEC over the weekend and also the Razorback game. Bubba Carpenter wasn't with us yesterday because we weren't here. He'll join us to talk Razorback baseball again. Three out of four tough day for the All Americans. Jackson Wells over at Little Rock and Hagen Smith, both those guys are going to be on this this week. And I want to thank our friends at Stiefel for sponsoring. Hagen starting on Wednesday morning at 10.30. We'll get his thoughts on his first outing. Didn't go very well, and that's baseball for you. Even when you're an elite player, sometimes things go awry. So we will talk to him about that. We've also got to, I did not see that coming, so start cooking up your ideas from the weekend. Uh, presented by Barton's Home Center. I've got a couple here. Let me write this down. Um, and then Eli Kraner thanks to the old bank in Russellville. If you can't tell, we're cramming things in because, well, we have a short week. Yeah. And... Kent and Kyle Sanders will finally be on. We've been talking about these guys for a long oh, time. I
2: can't wait to see those guys.
1: These are my lawn dudes, and uh, I uh, certainly
2: am very, very. Are you uh, appreciative of them? Uh, yes, sir. Passing the torch to me now. Now that you don't have. A lawn. I have a lot of experience to talk about, though, from my years of working with them. But yes, I want them to. But now you're going to pass it to me, so I will carry yeah. over the tradition.
1: When I walked in your house, I was shaking my head. No, you are like, easy. This is... My yard's not that bad. However, one day you I know did... you should say, you should say, that's not my lawn. That just looks like DJ Williams' lawn.
2: That's not my actual lawn. <laughs> I did have a neighbor send me a note in my mailbox one day. I was in the middle of cleaning some stuff out, so I had some stuff sitting on the side of my yard. Probably a little bit longer than it should. Yeah. And they sent me a little passive, aggressive message in my mailbox. And said? They didn't say which neighbor it was. You know, they said, DJ, we know you got a lot going on, you know, but we take pride in our neighborhood. And you're the first house a lot of people see when you come into the neighborhood. Would you mind cleaning up your yard? What was in it? It's just stuff. Like I was remodeling a bathroom upstairs, and so it was you know, what like, would
1: be a cool neighbor thing to do. Go clean that crap up yourself. That'd be a neat thing to do, and say, hey. Instead of sending me a thing. Yeah, I'd say, hey, I picked up your yard for you. I know you're real busy, and I know you probably need the help. I don't want to be aggressive, but I just want to let you know I'm trying to help out. And uh, I know you're probably having a hard time getting everything, so I just yeah. want to pitch in. That's what a good neighbor does. Yeah. A bad neighbor passes a note off and says, "Hey, clean up your yard, jerk." Without a name. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Have some balls. Anyway, um, <laughs> the other thing I was going to say, I had a neighbor like that, but he yeah. came up to me, oh, but okay. it wasn't garbage. He was well, worried about my plants. He's, and he was... I really think was it was... He was worried hard. about your plants. He was very sad. Like, in his heart, you could tell. Oh, he's, like, <laughs> he's like, man... He's like, these are going to die if you don't water them. I mean, he came up. He goes, can I talk to you? I said, yeah. I said, these are going to die if you don't water. And I was like, okay. <laughs> he's like, you don't want them to die. And I, I was... What I was thinking in the back of my mind was... I don't give one damn if they die actually. I've got a million things yeah. going on and spending the time, I don't have a watering system. I had to like drag a hose out. Yeah. But he was right. And you know what? I'm glad I saved
2: him. Yeah. But so. you wouldn't have taken offense if he would have started watering the plants for you. Thank you. Yeah. He's retired. I'm like, "Walk yourself down here
1: and feel free." Feel free? I'd be even happy to pitch in for your water bill.
2: <laughs> anyway, it's all good.
1: Be a good neighbor. State Farm is there, um, or whatever you use. I'm a shelter guy. Um, anyway, it's ten twenty-eight. We got to take a break. You know, now I'm back in an apartment life, so now I'm, I actually am going to do this. I'm going to be. I want to do what other I would want other people to do. Yeah, I'm going to drop a note to the people that are below me and next to me and say, "Here's my cell phone number. If I'm ever disturbing you, please call me just or call text me. me, and I will stop."
2: I had to do that. I had the cops call me one time. Yeah, and I said, just. I was going to get that bad. Just, just call me. It wasn't bad. Cops showed up. They were just like, this isn't even bad. Let's be good neighbors. Yeah, just call me. Hey, just be good to each other. That's all. Yeah. Let's make those connections. Yeah. So, 1029. We're back.
1: <laughs> Eric o, You knows about making connections. He's going all the way overseas to do it. Oof. In a war zone, for God's sake. Jeez.
4: 1037 The Buzz is your home for Arkansas Razorback basketball. Coverage is brought to you by Kaufman by Design West, Guattini Chevrolet, Guattini Buick GMC, Arcare, and Parker Cadillac.
2: Sports Center.
0: It was 40 years ago on Monday where Hendrick Motorsports ran their first race. It was in the Daytona 500. 40 years later, they get a one-two finish as William Byron edges out Alex Bowman to take home the Daytona 500 in 2024. It was Ross Chastain and Austin Sendrick coming together on the final lap of the race to cause a wreck and a caution that ultimately saw William Byron take home the checkered flag. That's his first win in the Daytona 500. That is his seventh win since the start of last season. That is the most across the sport of NASCAR. Once again, Byron in first, Alex Bowman in second, Christopher Bell in third, Corey LaJoy was fourth, and Bubba Wallace rounds out your top five. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network.
1: Watney Chevrolet is your destination for big Chevy savings. For a limited time, get a 2024 Equinox SUV for just $22,390 or a roomier 2024 Tahoe SUV for just $65,499. Restrictions apply, so be sure to visit WatneyChevrolet.com to learn more about these big Chevy deals. Or stop by and see us at 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville for a test drive and more savings on your favorite Chevy model. Chevrolet, together, let's drive.
3: Did you know Arch Marine is the kayak leader in Central Arkansas? Right now, get 20% off all feel-free kayaks. All the prices are falling
4: on kayaks this month. Don't forget, we repair ATVs. Your granddaddy trusted Arch Marine, and so can you. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC Terms and conditions apply. The needs of modern businesses are always changing, but corporate cards haven't evolved in decades. Until now. Meet Ramp the all-in-one finance platform that combines corporate cards with spend management software. Ramp is the only card designed to actually help your business spend less, not more. With Ramp, you can set custom controls to stop out-of-policy spend before it even happens. And Ramp software even does expense reports for you. No more manual entries, no more chasing receipts. And with best-in-class accounting integrations, you'll close your books in days, not weeks. Ramp gives you better insights and a real-time view of all company spend, so you can stay focused on the big picture and build a healthier business. Join over 15,000 businesses who have switched to Ramp and start saving an average of 5%. Modern Finance runs on Ramp. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com sports. That's R-A-M-P slash sports.
0: Roger, did you know that Oakland Sports is the mobile app that lets you bet anywhere in Arkansas? Anywhere. So I can bet the over when I'm in Dover. Indeed you can. I can take the underdog in Dogtown. Absolutely. You're telling me I can bet on the pigskin in Pigot. Yep. Hoops in Humno, baseball in Boxsite, long shots in Lavaca? All of the above. Anywhere, huh? Anywhere. Nice.
3: Easy to use and even easier to fund. Bet with confidence. Bet with Oak Lawn Sports. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.
0: The Zone and the Oaklawn Hot Springs Studio is back. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, let's see what Justin Avery and DJ Williams have to say on the Buzz Radio Network. I might be too strung
4: out on compliments, overdose on confidence. Started not to give a f- and stop hearing the consequence. Drinking every night because we drink the out my- All right,
1: welcome back. at 10.33 in the Zone. Justin Avery, DJ Williams, The Wizard, Christian Weaver, and Eric Koyu. Little Rock Christian uh, State Championship coach going to join us here in mere moments. Let me tell you about Oaklawn Anywhere. And, DJ, I know you made it down to Oaklawn this weekend. Got to see our friend Nancy Holtis. Yeah. is the website if you want to get set up with your own Oaklawn Anywhere account and haven't done it yet. Well, I ask you why. What are you doing already? Uh, go by and see our friends at Oaklawn. But when you can't, you can use your Oaklawn Anywhere account. This weekend is a huge weekend, Rebel DJ. Takes. Got the Rebel, and uh, this is Honeybee weekend, too. So, for the three year old Phillies, that's a big race for them. They get Oaks points for Kentucky Oaks. And then we got a couple other stakes races this weekend, too. So, be listening. We'll be breaking all of it down for you. By we, I mean David Longinati and Jeff Taylor, who actually yeah. know something about horse racing. I will be setting the stage. I throw them softballs and they whack them out of the park. Aren't we in Hot Springs Friday? You are in Hot Springs Friday. I'm there, right? I'm I'm in a different part of the country where they love horse racing. Am I there Friday? On site. Oh, I can't wait. I'm going to be in Louisville, so I may pop over to Churchill and say hi. Okay. But I'll be doing the show from there this weekend for sure on Friday. So. There's an incident. There was an incident. Just tell them. Oh, phones. Got to get his phone. Uh, anyway, com or go see our friends at Oakland. Lots of good things to do down there in addition to hanging out and watching the horses. And we're going to go back together soon, DJ, and make that happen. Uh, Eric o, you here in the studio with us, coach. It's great to see you. And I guess I have to say, former Head coach at Little Rock Christian.
3: That's going to take some getting used to. But anyway, how are you? Hey, I'm doing great. Thanks, fellas, for having me on today. And uh, it's, uh, it's an honor to be here. DJ had the same response when I told him
1: what you were doing that I had when I heard about it. I was like, wait a minute, coach is doing what? But then I found out you'd actually been going to Israel for some time and spreading the fun of football, the joy of football. And I'm assuming spreading the word a little bit, too,
3: over there, knowing you. Yeah, you know, football is obviously I'm biased, but it is my favorite sport. It's growing around the world. Actually, the the football interest, uh, you know, the NFL is is putting a lot of uh, of investment in trying to get football, especially flag football, spread throughout the the world. But uh, um, you know, I get asked a lot of times, how did I get started in this? And and just the quick version is twenty years ago, I was uh, um, uh, guiding educational tours uh, in Israel for when I was. Coaching and teaching in West Tennessee in Jackson, Tennessee. And one of the guys I subcontracted out was a uh, football guy starting a, uh, a league there. And one thing led to another. And he said, Man, I just, we need your help. Found out as a football coach, and we're starting football league here. We don't know what we're doing. So I was kind of on the ground level of, uh, of the uh, first tackle football in the nation state of Israel. And uh, it's been a great experience the last 20 years helping on and off. And I've done various things from camps to, uh, um, you know, clinics, coaching clinics. And uh, that was kind of right at the start of, uh, of you know, the, the Internet world so it was it wasn't Skype but whatever was before Skype I was doing coaching clinics for the uh, Israeli coaches and you know uh, football is is I love it it is a great game to develop young men but Best game. in that situation, yes sir uh, <laughs> in and, you know, I could talk all day on that but uh, in that culture it's it's even more as it bridges you know Arabs and Jews uh, we've got Arabs and Jews both playing you know on the teams and you know sport is a great uh, uh, bridge between you know various uh, socioeconomic backgrounds religions uh, cultural you know, divides it, yes there's there's a lot of concentric circles of conflict uh, uh, in the middle East obviously but mm-hmm. uh, this is a great way to bridge those gaps uh, how long are you going to be there yeah, so so what my project is now is I'm developing a high school national team that will compete in Europe uh, next year. So this first stint, I'll be there about two months, and I'm watching, you know, games and basically picking like an all-star team. There's about 600 high school players um, on uh, the various teams across the country, and I'll be, you know, uh, two or three nights a week uh, just scouting and, and, you know, picking eight or ten guys, uh, you know, uh, uh, each night, you know, that are Probably the best players on the field that sort of thing and uh, and so my initial job is to create a roster essentially you know of about a hundred guys i'm going to take about a hundred so we can have a good training camp and and practice and install sessions when I go back so i'll go back in the summer for about eight weeks to install everything um, you know for this all star team and everything and to prep them to play a year from now in spring uh, spring of twenty five in Europe. Do you have an Israeli Walker White identified yet? <laughs> well, you know, I, people ask all the time, and you know, last summer I was over there doing some training camps and things and practices and and so forth, and, and out of, you know, we did about 60, 70 guys, um, and there were probably five that could play for us, at, like Little Rock Christian and mm-hmm. that sort of thing, and and probably uh, uh, maybe, maybe one or two that, that might start, but definitely could play and mm-hmm. contribute and that sort of thing. So most of the guys uh are not you know southern uh football level you right. know but uh yeah but they love the game and they're learning and uh and we're uh, we're uh uh trying to get better you know what's the biggest part of the learning curve for kids that have not been exposed to football what's the hardest thing
1: to pick up for them because because we've been around it our whole lives like we started playing flag football when we're little and then tackle football in
3: sixth yeah. grade for me like What's the hardest thing for people who have not been exposed to it? The biggest problem they have is actually the hand-eye coordination, because in a soccer-based society, mm. which most of the world is, besides uh, besides the United States, and of course the ones that have played basketball actually have better you know hand-eye coordination and that sort of thing, but the biggest thing is the hand-eye coordination, finding that QB, like you just mentioned earlier, uh, because, again, they just haven't grown up throwing any type of ball. Yeah. Uh, they actually know the game really well, because You know, NFL is piped, you know, every weekend there, so they're football fans, they enjoy the game. Uh, the one-plus, uh, I've worked with the adult leagues, too, the, you know, kind of semi-pro teams they have over there, which how I started, actually, uh, that's how they started with, you know, guys in their 20s and 30s playing uh, playing football. What i found is is the, you know, 15 to 18-year-olds are actually a lot more pliable and learn quicker, uh, their pad level gets lower quicker, yeah. that, that's the biggest thing, because when you take these adults, and some of these adults, I mean, they're military... Guys. Guys, they're they're in great shape and everything, but the pad level is so high. Mm. Uh, they struggle with being that late in life, you know, learning how to play the game. So low, you sit on a a sidelines of an NFL game, and you just it'll shock you the pad level of those guys and how their their knee bend and their back bend is is such a level that the game is just is just played at a much lower base. And you, you see you know, now so when I talk about recruits,
2: I just. I get all excited when I see how, how well they are at using their hips. You know, it's a huge thing. It's a huge thing and translate over to power. Like you said, you want to get tossed out the club on the offensive line, come off with some high pads. Uh, anyone, <laughs> Justin, you can get out there and toss some people around with a bad or poor pad level. You talk about uh, learning curves and teaching them. You know, communication is such an important part. I'm assuming I don't want to sound naive
3: here there's a pretty big language barrier I would say. There, there's actually not. That's the plus. And wow. That's one reason I'm able to do it with my uh you know southern country uh, <laughs> accent <laughs> is most everyone knows English. Wow um there's times where you know phrases or euphemisms or whatever uh, may get lost in translation yeah. but uh, uh most of everybody I work with I would say it's it 's above eighty percent almost ninety percent uh um, know english and if they don't um some of the like Russian immigrants to Israel struggle with english um they get kind of translated you know somebody'll translate mm-hmm. uh some of the Arabs only know Arabic and uh so again, it'll be translated. So in a, you know, on a, if I'm working with 50, 60 guys, there's there's only three or four that have a, a language barrier and so mm-hmm. forth, and the guys around them can quickly, you know, translate yep. and everything. Because I think that would have uh, eliminated this long ago, if, yep. if uh, you know. And I've gotten to a point where I can read Hebrew, uh, some Arabic, but I, I can't speak it. Yeah.
1: So. We're talking to Eric you for just tuning in again, former Little Rock Christian head coach, now working uh, overseas. um you're still connected to Christian at this point. And will continue to be so? Are you still going to do some things with the program?
3: Well, I just I'm going to be the biggest fan. I've got a couple more weeks. Uh, yeah. You know, I head out actually two weeks uh, from yesterday, and so that's kind of my uh, uh, final thing. You know, and I'm just there uh, right now. Just um, you know, I want to obviously help all the seniors get you know signed in a home in college that uh, you know wanted to play, and then um, just kind of helping Dustin and the rest of the staff with questions and you know ordering things and inventories and whatever things they need. I'm there as a resource. I don't want to get in the way though. You know, right. so uh, it's uh, it's Dustin's ship now. So I'm just kind of there as a resource at this point. Having oh. been involved this long, sorry,
1: DJ. No having been involved this long, what made you pull the trigger on moving to do this now versus having an opportunity to do it? I'm sure
3: you did years ago. Yeah, I, I I'm in a new phase in life, essentially. You know, and and we're all aging. <laughs> And uh, I would say there were a couple things that, that, you know, maybe was a trigger point. You know, uh, those that know me, you know, know my father passed, uh, you know, recently. uh, um, You know, uh, um, I'm, you know, hit the big 50 milestone, you know, and you start thinking about, okay, what what phase? Now, I've been, I've been, I was in finance four years. I've been coaching high school football for 25 years. And, you know, at some point, you kind of think, hey, what do I want to do next? Transition next you know what uh, what season or phase of life I am and I felt like this was a, a great point to do that um, believe that you know uh, seven years at, at Little Rock Christian I've been able to kind of establish hey this is a h- how you run a program this is what you know needs to be there for success I feel like we have a great uh, outstanding coaching staff really the best coaching staff in the state assembled there and you know I just felt like it's a great time to, to uh, you know kind of move into a new, new phase of life yeah I think that maybe maybe answered my question I I said you've been doing
2: this for a while now uh, as far as the Israel overseas thing I was going to ask did Little Rock Christian know this was on the menu for you before they hired you to be their head coach and
3: I'm assuming they had an idea but yeah, you know, actually the the I'd spent several months in Israel uh working with the adult national team before I took the Little Rock Christian job. So, uh Dr. Arnold, Johnny Watson, those guys kind of knew that hey, this is something I'm gonna going to be gone a couple times a year. I usually mm-hmm. go, you know, during the Christmas break or summer, you know, Dead Sea Dead Week periods is usually, you know, I've gone over there occasionally spring break. So, they knew I was kind of working, you know, there on a part-time basis a couple times a year and uh um you know, and I had told them on the front end I said look i 'm at least uh, at least be there five years, no more than ten because I kind of said there's some things I want to do uh, before I get too old to do them, and so seven kind of right in the middle between five and ten, so uh just uh felt like it was a god thing and timing and I'll tell you something else, you know a lot of people op- October seventh really uh, played heavy in this decision because uh, a lot of people just assume that um, you know okay it's a war zone now you don't need to be going over there ever again I actually think the opposite I think now is a great time um, you know to be over there because of the chaos because of uh, the war situation and uh, and I kind of have a we are martial viewpoint of life you know and so so you know that's a great movie it teaches resilience it teaches you know the best way of of handling uh, tragic situations. I mean, really tragic situations is to persevere, is to keep going, is to be resilient. So in you know uh, November December they started back with soccer and basketball. Kids back in school. Uh, they started the, the high school football season in, in you know into January. So mm-hmm. you know they postponed it a little bit. And I felt like hey, this is now the time because a lot of their high school coaches guys. Are in the reserves. They're fighting in Gaza, and so there's a gap. And I feel like it's a great time to be a, a good, uh, uh, you know, good, uh, good work here. Yeah,
1: I'm curious about you mentioned. You mentioned a movie. I was thinking, uh, remember the Titans? And yes. again, you're talking about distinct cultural differences and blending things together because football may be a religion in the South, but it doesn't have a religion. So I'm curious when you've got people who are from distinctly different cultural backgrounds, especially those who are brought up to hate another one, uh, how well do you blend that, or how do you make that work? And are you, is everybody able to leave that off the field?
3: Yeah, so so one thing, football over there is a subset. You know, it, it's just not, I mean, soccer is the thing, basketball second. And so if you are involved in football, whether you're, you know, the women's leagues, flag, they have flag leagues for, you know, uh, girls and women. They've got, uh, you know, the high school age tackle and then the uh, adult tackle. If you're involved in football, you love it so much, because it'd be like you know rugby here in the United states or or you know it's it's such a subculture that they love it so much that they are able to to put their uh, you know religious differences aside actually um and it's quite fascinating really because you've got a blend of of the teams there that look quite differently culturally religiously racially all the the mix, but the common denominator is the love of the game yeah. and uh they're they're sort of the fanatics, if you will, uh, for football. You're
1: they're, clearly passionate about the the influence and the impact football can have on people, and I want to talk to you about that after the break. Can you stick around for a few more? Absolutely. All yeah. right, we we got to hit a quick timeout. We'll come back more with co You, I know DJ's got some more questions too. Hang on, if you want to get in, 661-1037-1047 in the zone.
2: <laughs>
3: Rock out with the only American-style sushi experience.
0: I want some rock and roll sushi. Founded on great food and rock and, rock and roll. Rock and roll? Rock and roll sushi. Deliciously twisted flavors and a rock and roll vibe that'll blow your
3: mind. We got hibachi, too. Chicken, shrimp, filet, lobster, grilled vegetables, savory fried rice, and super salad. Rock and roll sushi for lunch or dinner. Rockandrollsushi.com. Now with five
4: locations in Central Arkansas.
0: So I was talking to my friend Bobby the other day and he said, is this QC Kinetics real? Like, will they really get rid of my joint pain? I said, absolutely. If you've got injuries or if you've got arthritis, just call them today for that free consultation and they will show you exactly how your own body will heal itself. Hey everybody, it's RJ Hawk. QC Kinetics uses regenerative medicine that is transforming lives with innovative, non-surgical drug-free treatments that deliver lasting results. Knee pain, back pain, shoulder pain. Do you have arthritis? or maybe an old injury. Don't let this pain keep you from living your best life. QC Kinetics is a revolutionary approach that can get you long-term relief with no downtime. Make 2024 the year you reclaim your mobility. Do like many people in Central Arkansas have done. Call QC Kinetics now for that free consultation. 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. Once again, the consultation's free at QC Kinetics.
4: who we are <laughs> nothing slows my little girl down <laughs> except a stuffy nose mommy that's why i use Sinex children's saline from vix
3: Sinex instantly clears mucus and everyday stuffy little noses with a gentle ultra fine mist designed for kids just Sinex, breathe <sighs> her stuffy
4: nose is gone for now and so is she Sinex children's saline Sinex, breathe Use as directed Keep out of reach of children
0: If you're loving what you hear on The Zone, you should try our video stream on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter, or X if you're a nerd. Now, let's get back
1: into The Zone. Here
0: we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what, so what, so what's the scenario? Here we go, yo.
1: Here we go. 1051 back in The Zone. Eric Coyu, former Little Rock Christian head coach, now taking his expertise to Israel. To coach over there and you've already alluded to it coach and I've heard you talk about this before and I love I think a lot of people have a passion for the game but you have a passion I think for the impact of the game in a way that a lot of people don't necessarily understand or feel as someone who's coached it for 25 years you've got a different perspective I know DJ probably shared those thoughts because you kind of alluded to and he chimed in with some uh, excitement about that but why do you think football has been so impactful or what do you think is so impactful about the game for young people?
3: Yeah, well I think it teaches a toughness level, a endurance level that's needed. You know, uh um You can slide that around in front if you need to, but li- life is tough and um you know, there's not a sport... You know, all sports, I think, are good for for stress factors and, and overcoming stress, overcoming adversity. But I think, A, team sports do a little better job of working with others and, you know, the chemistry necessary, um, you know, to have a successful team. But also, I think, the physical demanding sports, you know, obviously wrestling, boxing, there are other physically demanding sports. But, you know, football is the team has the team component, uh, a lot of different moving parts. There's a spot for a little guy like myself. There's a spot for a kicker. There's a spot for, you know, uh, uh, big guys that, you know, may not be able to play uh, uh, soccer or basketball mm-hmm. due to movement things. And so so there's a spot for anybody that's really wanting to work hard. And, you know, and and I'll uh, give a shout-out to your son, Maddox. I mean, he's a perfect example of a guy that's that's not going to play in the NBA. But I'll tell you what, he is an outstanding young football player that does what he's told to do works as hard as anybody in our program and we know can count on you know that he's going to be at the right spot doing the right thing he's genetically limited he's, coach <laughs> he does his job hard worker but that's going <laughs> to teach him dividends huge dividends in life mm-hmm. on a on a job and workplace perseverance through college years and and early workforce years when it is a struggle for young people and i just think it's a chance to to give young guys um a chance to learn discipline, to learn hard work, to learn to play for something bigger than themselves. We live in a selfish society, so mm-hmm. it's a you have to really learn sacrifice in football. I mean, think about the the on a daily basis. There's no glory in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's some quarterback or running back or receiver getting all the glory, and uh, um, you know, and so it really is a great life lesson. But I would say, you know, just to to sum it up, the resilience and endurance and perseverance uh, learned uh, are. Huge huge for development of young men you couldn't
2: catch me on a football field justin
3: uh i was a big basketball guy and i went to cac i you
1: t- meant that
2: literally i, was, I also uh, yeah, could yeah, yeah. not catch you yeah. on the football field. Yeah, both ways but yes. uh i went to cac and tim perry the head coach we were talking about him during break uh, he says uh, he talked to my mom well, what are we doing get this kid on the football field uh, i want to play basketball i want to play the band you know and uh that was all i wanted to do so they talked to, after much nego- no negotiation, he convinced me to try it out, and I told my mom, all right, I'll just do this for two weeks so this old man will leave me alone, all right? <laughs> but at two weeks, I'm going to need you to say that something happened and you have to pull me off the team because I don't want to seem like a quitter, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm just doing this so he'd leave me alone. And, Coach, to your point, um, I don't think there is another sport in all of sports that reveals character which gives you an opportunity to persevere. And uh, when you get that first hit, <laughs> that, that, that hit, we all know that hit I'm talking about, you, you have a decision to make, you know, if this is for you or for it's not for you. And so uh, I remember mine, and there was just something inside of me that did not allow me to just stay down. I wanted to get back up. And I said, what's next? What's next? So it became very competitive. Still wasn't sold. Coach Perry took us on a, a nice little a team bonding trip and Camp Dakota, I believe is what it was. And it was awesome. We were there uh, two days. This is my first time. Because you're going to know me, I'm a kid at this time. No dad in this life. No brothers. Just sisters. Very sheltered. And I didn't trust anybody because of my upbringing. Just shut off to the world. I uh, went to this trip. Uh, Had a good time. I realize kids at that age do some weird things, camping trips, but uh, whatever. (laughs) Uh, But last night, we're sitting around this campfire. Tim Perry hands everyone a little chain link, right? And uh, he says, he gives a speech about what this link means to him. And then he gives it to the next person. They add the link together, right? And I'm kind of towards the end of this big circle. And I'm like, all right, this is some weird stuff again. What are these people doing? All right? But then I start listening to what they're saying. And by the time that chain, link, or that chain gets around to me, it's this huge, strong, bonded thing together. I'm like, I'm sold. I want to be a part of this. I want to be a part of this special thing. And so I got up, just opened up, and said, I want brothers and that's exactly what this team gave me it gave me another sense of family and from that point on man there was nothing that i wouldn't do as far as giving everything i had for the team which in my opinion, was my family, and so cool. when you talk about football, I mean, you just get me pumped up. It makes me want to run through a wall right now. <laughs> so I, I see. I, I literally looked up. You said passion for the game. Mm-hmm. There's no movie out right now called Passion for the Game. Okay. What he's doing right now, I could see it one yeah. day. And what you're going to bring over there to Israel, man, I'm excited to have you there. You seem like the right person to be there. And uh, there's no telling what uh, will come from this, and hopefully something special, another Remember the Titans type thing. Yeah, huh?
1: Coach. I got to ask the question. Is You know, you talked about how important you think it is even in this time of war. Are you afraid at all? Do you fear going there?
3: you know i've been over there during some where they've had some missiles firing you know and that sort of thing so i've been in a bomb shelter a time or two uh during my time there where the sirens would go off and, and everything i feel like you know really where i'm at um you know in jerusalem tel aviv area pretty safe but there's always there's risk uh, walking down the street you know every day mm-hmm. um and so sometimes it's just what we're familiar with what we're not familiar with and so uh, uh really don't have a, a big fear factor maybe i should i I don't know, but, uh, you know, uh, but I'll tell you, DJ just talking about his experience gets me fired up uh, already, you know, because, uh, you know, Tim Perry was a great, is a great coach, even better man. I've known him for a long time because, you know, uh, I actually saw him at the Hardy National Championship, talked a little bit. We were both coaching in Alabama at the same time. And uh, um, you know he he just does a lot of of you know that type of thing. What DJ was talking about is so instrumental to the brotherhood of football. No doubt, yep. coach. We're up against
1: it. Thank you so much for coming in. Best of luck to you. Let's let's get together when you get back.
3: Let's go to a Sounds game, great. Justin.
1: Thank you. Guys. Can we gonna put that
2: on the buzz. I think uh, we're gonna Appreciate put it on KRK. <laughs> Sounds y'all. like a great feature <laughs> story. Yeah. Can't wait to see it. Yeah,
1: coach. Thank you. Good, best of luck to you. God bless. Ten fifty eight. Back in a sec.
0: High school and college baseball are back. Join me, Kevin Bohannon, every Tuesday at 4.30 for Around the Horn on DriveTime Sports. Sponsored by Wood Family Dealerships in Batesville.
3: There are trucks, and then there is the truck. PMC's tough and rugged Sierra Denali heavy-duty pickup. And just for playing this week, Buzz News with the- Channel 7, Ryan Houston.